0: <laughs> LL in LA watching this history like the rest of us LeBron showed some emotion teared up gave a little speech after Kareem handed him the ball and Adam Silver got on the mic and said you are the NBA scoring champion Or you have the NBA scoring title, something along those lines. It's kind of surreal to see, you know. Uh, Marco was just in here, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has held that record since 1984. Marco said, I I saw that. I saw him. I I saw him play. I never saw him play. I wasn't alive yet. But um, as far as records go, I definitely... Looked at this record as just like a out of reach record for anyone in real time. I, th- I think once LeBron got to 30,000, they just did a like montage of like his milestones 10,000, 20,000, 30,000. And you know what? Another thing I got to say, and it sucks to keep ragging on Kyrie LeBron is available. That's how you break a record like this you play, you show up. And obviously, late in his career, he isn't as a, a, available. But that's because this team, they're probably going to lose this game tonight. LeBron is 38 years old. But throughout his career, he's played. He's been there. He's been available. That's why you're able to be the king. You know, I, I know a lot of people like to hate on LeBron. But if when you're great, you get hate. The, the great, All the greatest get hate. But, like, this guy is one of one. We are all witnesses from the time that we saw him as the chosen one on Sports Illustrated as a high school kid coming out of St. Saint Mary in Ohio. He did it. He overachieved, right? He didn't just live up to expect- expectations. He shattered the ceiling. And uh, now he is the all-time leading scorer uh, in the NBA. And he's not done, folks. He's not done. Uh, he's going to get over 40,000. And then that record is probably going to be out of reach. He's not done. He's not retiring. He's still hungry for another title. He wants that fifth ring to really put him in that GOAT conversation with Kobe and with Jordan obviously having six. Uh, But, like, there is no conversation of GOATs without LeBron. There's so many things that LeBron has done for sports, for the NBA, for the country. Like, he's just a ridiculous figure. The amount of money that he's made – how you know how big his social media following is? You know Jordan, we we never saw that. Uh, LeBron is one on one man, and and I'm giving him his flowers. I have enjoyed a ton of LeBron James basketball games and other things that he's been involved in in media, in movies, in entertainment. And look at his son coming up, right? LeBron James Jr. Bronny, Bronny's on his way to getting in the NBA. We might get a Ken Griffey Senior, Ken Griffey Jr. type moment. With them in the next couple years. So the legend of LeBron James continues. And when it's all said and done. I think it's going to take some time. For people to really understand that like. Yeah Jordan is the goat in his own right. But LeBron is all the way goaded. In every right. In every way. Jordan got cut in high school. LeBron wasn't getting cut. (laughs) They knew who LeBron was. At 12. And he's been that ever since. And as we talked about guys like Aaron Judge, how hard it is to be that good at your sport athletically and then also be a model citizen, LeBron is that. He's a family man. He's a dad. He's a businessman. You never heard of him in any type of police blotter. You never heard of him getting charged with anything, doing anything ridiculous or stupid because he's mindful of his power of his brand, of how many people look up to him, are watching him. He's been from the very beginning, and uh, yeah, I'm proud to say I watched this guy's whole career. I'm I'm still watching it. I'm a, I'm a LeBron fan, and uh, I'll never hate on LeBron. Never hate on. You'll never hear me hate on LeBron. There's no reason to. He is the greatest. He's the greatest basketball player we've ever seen, and I'm not talking about like killer instinct in game. Yeah, Jordan is the greatest competitor. You know, put Kobe there too. But like when we're talking about today in 2023, full basketball player. Like we're we're literally talking about how we can't separate Kyrie's off the court antics and his game. You guys like LeBron. You don't have to. He's more than a basketball player. That's why he started more than an athlete. He is an icon. Uh, he's goaded so. That's uh, me giving LeBron his flowers. Uh, I've already mentioned Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge will be in right field for your New York Yankees. It's it's coming fast. It's happening soon. Harrison Bader will be in center field. Who's going to play left field? That question has been asked too many times. And it's unfortunate that we didn't get a solid answer. And here we are going into spring training. And I think it's going to come down to a few names and a possibility that Cashman makes some type of spring training deal like we've seen him do in the past. Um, the names that I've thrown out tonight, and I'll throw them out again, that I'm very interested in seeing compete with Oswaldo Cabrera, which shout to Oswaldo, I saw him at uh, American Dream over the weekend. He is just a, a happy kid, happy to be a Yankee, to have fans, to be involved. Um, he is... Ready for whatever's, you know, going to come his way. He wants to play. If he's got to play in the outfield to get time, he's ready. But, uh, the names that I threw out there Billy McKinney, he's 28. Billy McKinney, uh, is a former Met, and, um, he also was a Yankee, I believe. He, let's see, he was originally acquired by the Yankees from the Chicago Cubs, uh, in that deal with Adam Warren and Glaber Torres. And, uh, McKinney was signed by the Yankees as a minor league free agent December 19, 2022. So he's coming back, and he's going to try and make some noise. He spent time with uh, the Yankees in 2018, the Toronto Blue Jays 2018-2020, Milwaukee Brewers in 2021, the New York Mets 2021, the Dodgers in 2021, and last, the Oakland Athletics in 2022. I expect him to be in the mix for that left field position. Uh, Let me see if I can find the little write-up on Ortega and uh, also on Calhoun. And then we'll go to the calls, 877-337-6666. Taking calls on LeBron. I see some people are already calling on LeBron. That's that's definitely uh, something we should do tonight. So I mentioned Billy McKinney and uh, the other guy, Calhoun. Willie Calhoun, he's 28 years old. He's played... 257 major league games over the parts of six seasons with the Texas Rangers from 2017 to 2022 and also the San Francisco Giants last year. Um I don't know. He's a left-handed batter, and uh he's a guy that he's gonna come in and try and compete. His numbers aren't that great when you see him on paper, but neither are Aaron Hicks's numbers. Uh last year, I think wasn't didn't he go viral? He had like a video, I think, where he was like spraying champagne. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if that was him. I'm thinking of a different guy. Willie Calhoun, I'm mistaken for another guy. Now I got to find that guy who got signed by the Giants. I think that guy was from the White Sox. I can't think of their name. I'm blanking on air. Uh, But that's a different guy. He had a video where he was, like, spraying champagne. He was, like, in his boxers. It was just, like, an awkward way to celebrate coming back to baseball. Um, so it'll be Calhoun. It'll be Billy McKinney. And it'll also be, I think, Rafael Ortega. And then also I can't forget about uh, Estevan Florial. He's a spring training guy. That's when you see him the most. And I don't know, he's been with the Yankees like seven years. Maybe this is a year he cracks through. So lastly, Ortega, who is 31, batted 250 with 120 runs, 42 doubles, four triples, 21 home runs, 101 RBI, 106 walks, and 41 stolen bases and 364 career games over the part of six major league seasons with the Colorado Rockies, Los Angeles Angels, Miami Marlins, Atlanta Braves, and Chicago Cubs. Another left-handed batter. So it's clear that... Cashman went, you know, shopping in the bargain bin as you've heard me say so many times. He hit the clearance rack for minor league deals and what's he looking for? A guy that can play left field and that's a left-handed bat and that has major league experience elsewhere. So with Calhoun, with Ortega and with McKinney, you have those guys and you add the three that we already have with Esteban Florial, Oswaldo Cabrera, and Aaron Hicks, and you expect to see those guys get a lot of reps in the outfield, a lot of at-bats in spring training, and uh, hopefully we start figuring this thing out. 877-337-6666, let's go down to Florida, where spring training is, going to be in a week. Mike is in Florida, Mike is on the fan in New York. Hey, Mama's County Keith, how you doing? What's up, Mike? I'm all right, thanks for calling back. <clears throat> yes, sir. Um, I don't know,
1: man. Cashman needed to to move Donaldson and Hicks eat half the money. And then he would have had <laughs> eight and a half.
0: Easier said than done. On much, much easier said than eat. done. Nobody wants those guys, right? Uh everybody watches the Yankees, pays attention to the Yankees. No one wants to help the Yankees. So on top of not wanting those guys, they don't want to help Brian Cashman.
1: You don't think you don't think somebody will take Hicks for five million per
0: if he does something in spring training, potentially they can fool someone. But the way that his season ended last year, no way.
1: You don't think somebody will take Donaldson for twelve point five?
0: No. The the Yankees are the ones that traded for them, right? Brian Cashman was the one who traded for Hicks and gave him seven years. I don't know why. Uh he's the one that also took on Josh Donaldson and his contract. Other GMs, other teams are laughing at the Yankees, like that's your problem. Figure it out.
1: Well, I, I hear you, but <clears throat> he—he's worth that. Both of them are worth that. Hicks at five, Donaldson at twelve point five.
0: If the They're Yankees are willing to eat some of the contract, pay some of the money, as we've seen so many other you know times with players that Cashman brings in, uh, some other team is paying these players' contracts. Like, I think when we got Rugnet Door, I think the Rangers were still paying him. If the Yankees are willing to pay some of their contract and Cashman can wheel and deal, maybe. But I don't even trust him to do that. After the after the comments that he put out there, I'm like, this guy is content with just getting into the postseason and saying, it's a crapshoot. We were close. He's, we made a good run at it. Keith,
1: After last year, I was ready to fire... Cashman and Oppenheimer.
0: Oppenheimer.
1: Because it, it, Damon Oppenheimer.
0: Okay. Well,
1: And they both got to go because they're stale.
0: He's the vice president of scouting, and I mean, I don't know. I feel like he's in the background with the scouting. I wasn't so mad at uh, Opp- Damon Oppenheimer. I haven't heard that name in a while as far as blame for last year. I was ready to blame Cash was ready to blame Boone and even a little bit with Hal. Hal redeemed himself for me this off season, uh, stepping in and making sure we didn't lose judge and also giving the okay to sign Carlos Rodon. Uh, a lot of fans didn't want to see Cashman get that four year uh, extension, right? When you see Cashman doesn't have a contract, but he's sitting up there on the podium at the end of the year press conference. It's like a foregone con- conclusion, but You know, Cashman to me seems like he's content with the fact that he believes that this is a crapshoot and that anybody can win. And I understand there's parity in baseball, but in the American League, there seems to be this one team that figures out how to get to the ALCS every year. It seems to be one team that's standing in the Yankees' way that that has eliminated the Yankees multiple times in the last seven years.
1: How come the Tampa Bay Devil Rays can can continue? or the Tampa Bay Rays. They can just they, you can, how call can them Devil how Rays, come I don't they care. Can they keep, can do more with he, less
0: because they're smarter than the Yankees are. And the Yankees tried to play Rays baseball and they can't. They can't do what those they can guys can do. Keep developing
1: starting pitching. When is the last time Brian Cashman or Damon Oppenheimer developed a starting pitcher worth anything?
0: Nestor Cortez kind of counts, and I know Nestor bounced around no, a little no, while. No, 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 he's, no, no. They picked, Sever- they
1: picked him up off the scrap heap. I'm talking Severino's about Severino's been just hurt, they but drafted. Severino is
0: also our guy.
1: No, no, and and he's the last one. And what happened? Hurt.
0: Well, we got to see what he turns Hansman into this Hansman year.
1: continued, continued to draft kids that needed Tommy John surgery. Go back, go back over the years. He continually all of these guys drafted. end up needing
0: Tommy John surgery. What I actually dislike the most, that, but you know, guys there, like there Ke- like and Sears, um, Ken Waddle and JP Sears, giving up on those guys. Uh, Louis no, Medina. No, going back even trading, further than that. Trading I'm going those back guys even
1: further than that. Um, I, I, I I can't come up with none of the names right now, but. 2010, 2011, back then, he was drafting guys that continually needed to be operated on at the time he drafted them. Look, I'm stoked. I live down here half an hour from Steinbrenner Field. Mm -hmm. I'm going next week. I can't wait. Because yeah. I'm a Yankee fan.
0: Get eyes on them. Call me back and tell me what you see. Maybe there's some young arms that we don't know about. Maybe someone's going to emerge. Someone's going to rise. Since they traded all these young arms uh, for, you know, Lou Trevino and and Frankie Montas and Andrew Benintendi, they they traded a few young arms away. They they must have no, reinforcements sure. and, on the way.
1: No, for sure. And listen, uh, last week or two weeks ago, I remember you saying the best days to be there
0: workouts the early days yep
1: yeah when i can go in for nothing
0: yep and you get access you can be right on the fence with the players and if they're nice if they're feeling friendly if they're feeling um you know good that day maybe they'll sign a ball maybe they'll sign a hat maybe Listen, they'll take a I, selfie i've been
1: down here i've been down here since 2005 mm-hmm. and i think it was about 6 years in a row i got the first beer pulled at steinbrenner field awesome and I can't wait to get there
0: next week. A- Thanks for the call, Mike. Appreciate you, bro. Just gotta move it along. Wasn't sure where we were going. Um Yankees fans, call me up if you're going to spring training. I'm not heading down. I'm excited to watch all the coverage. There's more coverage than ever. Uh, you know, back in two thousand and five when Mike got the first beer there, you know, we didn't have all of this coverage on Yes Network social media. Now you can see, you know you can uh you can feel like you're there through the internet. So it's coming up quickly, and uh, I don't know. This is what I'll say about the Yankees. I don't feel confident, not with the way that Cashman put out those comments on Chicago radio, not with the offseason. I don't think they got better, Um, but we shall see. It's coming soon, 877-337-6666. I'll be right back. Calls as I can, talk to as many fans as I can, and – uh Keep this thing rolling. Keep McPherson your nighttime host on a night where LeBron became the NBA's all-time leading scorer. We're all witnesses. We just witnessed history. Good for LeBron and his family and all of his fans, and good for the Lakers, right? They're miserable this year. At least they got that. They made a ton of money tonight, and uh, at least they'll have that. They'll probably lose this game. If you're watching this game, they're down 20. There's about six minutes left. And I think I said earlier tonight, these young boys for OKC, most of these guys were... <laughs> most of these guys were uh, you know, born when LeBron was in high school. Uh, most of these guys they probably love and respect LeBron, but they're not trying to lose. Like they're out to win the game. Um, they're playing tough. They're playing hard. They're trying to spoil the party. So it's all good to break personal individual records, but uh the conversation will shift to well, the Lakers are bad with LeBron and A D and Westbrook and Pat Bev and Dennis Schroeder and Rui Hachimura, Lonnie Walker. <laughs> they, their team is cooked, man. They're no good. They're no good. Let's go to the phones, though. Like I said, I want to talk to you guys. 877-337-6666. Lisa is in New Jersey. What's up, Lisa? You're on the fan.
2: Oh, hi, Keith. How are you? I have three topics. Hopefully, I want to get through get, okay. Um, through with you quickly. Um, Yeah, I want to talk about LeBron James. Yeah, you have to, you know, even though I'm not, you know, he's a good player and everything. I'm not, I was always a Michael Jordan fan, but you got to give it to LeBron. I mean, he came out at 18 on with all this fanfare and he, he lived up, he lived up to, um, what he, you know, what they said he was going to do, yep. you know? So Beyond. that's one thing I have to say about him. You got to respect him for that. And, the things he does off the court, you know, with the school he establishes yep. and I guess he does other things, you know, for the community. You got like I said, you gotta respect him. And another thing about LeBron, he played out all his you know, his contract. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He didn't try to but you know, even people was mad when he said he was gonna take his talent to South Beach. But he had a right. His contract ended. He, he was had a, a free right agent. to go where he wanted to go. He was a free agent. He carried you know
0: the calves. Saying? He carried bums. You know, he, he he carried he carried some bums with him in Cleveland. He he had yeah. to he had to go get some rings. He had to ring yeah. chase.
2: Yeah, so I'm gonna say, I, like I said, I, you know, he you know he did what he had to do. That's one thing I I, I do, you know, I do respect him a lot. You you have to, you, you know, you have to, you know, um, with
0: respect. You got to gotta game, give it up everything. to Bron. LeBron. LeBron yeah, is the king. Yeah, you got
2: to. Yeah, you got to. And, um, okay, my next topic, I know you got, I want to discuss the um, Super Bowl. I'm going, definitely, I'm going for Kansas City. Yep. But my only concern is that I know they had some wide receivers go down and they said they're playing. I was just looking, I was just checking out online to see um, who's playing. I think Juju Smith, he had a knee injury, but they he's said gonna he's play. going to play. And Kadaris Toney, yep. he said he's definitely going to play. Um, but they might not be well, I know well, might not be a hundred percent. That's my only concern. I guess nobody at this time is a hundred percent
0: no, it's like week twenty four these guys are all hurt, <laughs> as,
2: oh, I know, so I'm hoping you know that you know that they you know, that, they, 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 that they win I'm, I'm like I said I'm pulling for um I'm pulling
0: for um for, for- Kansas City, yeah, we can't live in a world with these Eagles fans having two super Bowls and <laughs> they' short of like. I know too many obnoxious Eagles fans. They're going to be on one for a year plus. They don't have to win. If they win this Super Bowl, they don't have to win another Super Bowl for twenty years. They're going to stand yeah, on these yeah. two that they won in a decade. Yeah, so like I
2: said, I'm hoping they. Um, and I love Patrick Mahomes. So I'm just, I just, you know, I just wish he, you know, hope he can win. Hope, ho- you know, another Hopefully one. Hopefully
0: he's healthy. One. I've been watching like they've been playing some of the old Super Bowls, and I watched. Uh-huh. um you know, how the Tampa Bay defense beat him and how they had him running for his life.
2: Right. Because he wasn't completely, Remember, I think he had a toe and something. He wasn't completely healthy in that Super Bowl. Nobody is completely a, healthy a, once a, you play this many toe. games. It was, I can't remember exactly what it was. It was toe and yeah, something like he's,
0: that. And, and he still was Houdini. He was still getting passes off. He still was uh, evading the rush. I hope his ankle is good because they're going to apply pressure on him. And yeah. they have some Just monsters please, up please, front for the him. Eagles.
2: And then my next topic, I know it was. Kyrie Irving, like I said, I'm a Nets fan. I'm just glad he's, you know, he's 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 gone, to be yep. honest with you. You know what I'm saying? I I was a big Kyrie Irving fan. You know, you try to give him the benefit of the doubt and everything, but you know, push comes to shove. I mean, everything was going along fine, right? He was averaging twenty seven points a <laughs> yeah. game and this we kinda thought. like came out of the blue. We and thought. I said, Here we I said, here we go again. You know what I'm saying? I was like, Can't here trust we him, go.
0: can't rely on him. That's why I said fans feel betrayed. Like, wait, wait, wait. We, we were winning some games. We were actually, like, surviving again without KD. Yeah. And you yeah. were leading the team. They, they challenged him to see if he could be the number one option, and he rose to the challenge. But you know what? He's so entitled. His ego is so large. He felt like, hey, I'm doing this. Where's my money? Where's my extension?
2: Oh, right. I guess, okay, so at that point. But did they try to? They, they, I think they did. They, they try to offer him something. Yes, they, they, they spoke. They, they, they were in negotiations. They right? were in
0: negotiations. At first, they weren't really talking about it, and then when mm-hmm. they did come to the table, they gave him some type of options uh, mm-hmm. with implications, with you know stipulations, with incentives. Like, you, and you oh. have to do that with a guy like that. You look at his track record, and you say, Hey, you're fifty percent here, you're fifty percent out. Whether it was a vaccine thing, whether it was a leave of absence, we right. can't just guarantee this money to you. We have to set it so that if you play, if you play, there's 72 games in the season. If you play 52 of those games, that'll trigger some money. But if you come up short of it, then we get to keep some of our money. And that's fair, in my my opinion. He didn't like like that. That's what he means about feeling disrespected because he was an all-star this year because everybody's oohing on at him. He felt like in the building, people were looking at him like they rightfully should look at him as a ticking time bomb. As a head case, as a guy that you can't count on, you can't trust. Yeah, so like
2: any job you got to call, you got to say something.
0: You don't show up, you know. Any that's just job being
2: responsible, you know.
0: What I'm saying? But you like, know what? You he never say, worked any jobs. You know, he never had. He never had to be responsible. He went out of high school to Duke for a semester and a half, got drafted, went straight to the NBA. You're rich. You never had to clock in. You never had to be responsible. Look at a schedule. And and realize that you have to like earn your stripes by being there every time that we schedule to schedule you to be there. Then you can get your money.
2: Right? Yeah. I mean, as long as you're not hurt, you know, you know, he should he should. Yeah. You know, too he many been, healthy he scratches. I know, because at one time I remember um, Steve Nash said he didn't even know what he was. One time he took off, he was like, and "That's, he didn't even that's know.
0: not good." Your head coach has to meet the media, and he can't even lie for you. Yeah. Okay, Keith, I just I enjoy, you know,
2: still listening to you, and I enjoy um, listening to you, and um, I guess I'll probably talk to you maybe sometime um, next week after the Super Bowl.
0: Take care. Sounds good. Thanks for the call, Lisa. Yeah, uh, Super Bowl, I mean, I'm sticking with the Chiefs now. I flip-flopped because I said once I heard the Knicks fans chant Eagles suck Sunday night, I'm like, that's the, you know, that's the kiss of death. That's the, you know, the the Knicks have been, <laughs> the Knicks fans have been on so many of the wrong ends of these chants. As soon as I heard them chant Eagles suck, I'm like, they're a lock, they're a lock. I put a bet on the Eagles. But I, I think I'm just going to bet the Eagles and root for the Chiefs. I want the Chiefs to win. I want Andy Reid to beat his old team. I want Travis Kelsey to beat his brother. I want Patrick Mahomes to continue on this path to be the next GOAT, right? We need a GOAT. Like like this guy, Patrick Mahomes is another guy. When we're talking about the example of these athletes, we've mentioned Judge, we've mentioned LeBron. You could throw Steph Curry in there. Throw Patrick Mahomes in there. His dad was a professional athlete. So he got to see professional athletes. You haven't heard any negative things about him. He's a married man with a, a baby and another baby on the way, I believe. He's a part owner of the Kansas City Royals. He's got a 400-plus million-dollar contract, and he's a football guy. He's not tweeting any nonsense. He's not trying to make people think with their third eye, think deeper about it. Like he's, he's sticking to what he what we know him for, and you can count on a guy like that. That's why kids have red 15 jerseys across the country. Patrick Mahomes is the type of guy that you want to tell your kids to watch in Route Four. He's in the Super Bowl again. 877-337-6666. Anna is also in New Jersey on the fan. Hello, Anna.
3: Hi, Keith. Um it first off, I just want to say how great it was to meet you actually on Sunday at um the American Dream Mall. Um but I really want to mention real quick Um, how extremely spot on you were about LeBron James. Um, He truly is an athlete that I've seen throughout like my years and stuff. And he's like the type that many people want to emulate. And it's just admirable how he's like maintained his credibility and his skills, even with making history tonight. So um, now That being said, I also wanted, I was actually calling in regarding the Kyrie Irving situation. Um, I'm actually very disappointed in him. And of course, like disappointed doesn't really um, count as the exact word that I'm feeling, but I'll just keep it at that. Um, I'm not one to like really judge anyone that I know or don't know. However, It just hits me when they're considered, like, a hometown hero. And I just want to say this as an overall message, like, particularly with Kyrie. I just hope one day he realizes and remembers that he should have never forgotten where he came from. And, And I speak that in the personal sense that he and I have had the same educators in our lives. And I know many young adults in our community that have recalled seeing him practice basketball in in our uh, parish's uh, youth gym. And, of course, I'll admit he has the talent. Like, it's great. But he just has to check his ego. And, and by his behavior and his mannerisms, he's certainly not doing our town or our educators any justice.
0: Yeah, and you can't be proud of the guy. You, you you can't rep him the way that you want to and that you used to because he's brought some shame on you, you know? And uh, it, it, it was great to meet you. Now that I'm hearing your voice, I know exactly who you are. It was great to meet you at American Dream and thanks for listening to my show before and following me and calling my show tonight. You've made great points Um, and I'll try and hit on them. With Kyrie, yeah, we're, you know, Jersey people kind of, Championed him. He's one of our own. And to see Mm -hmm. him play for the New Jersey, now Brooklyn Nets, we wanted that fairy tale to come true that Kyrie would bring a championship back and be one of our star players. And it's been a rocky road from the beginning. It hasn't been smooth the entire time. And now it's over. It ends that way. And that's on his 30 for 30, right? That's on his ledger. That's how he'll be remembered. And he's burned another fan base. But it's deeper than just a fan base, like you mentioned, right? He's burned mm-hmm. people that remember him before the fame, before yeah. he got this big. And uh, the ego is something that I was talking about. I'll always be humbled because God humbled me. The world humbled me. I've gone through things in my life where, like, I can never get too big. I think Kyrie just, like, is so far gone. Like, he is in another stratosphere to think that he was doing the right thing by forcing a trade and um to think that he could look at the organization that he kind of dragged through the mud with him and say that they were disrespecting him and that they uh weren't treating him fairly I I just it just it's so backwards and then when you look at LeBron like you said yeah we are all witnesses uh we all got to watch LeBron come out of high school uh go right into the league and you value a guy like that because you realize how hard it is to be so solid, to be a role model, to, to be a father, to do things in your community. He's changed Akron, where he's from, a kid from Akron. He's now the all-time leading scorer in the NBA, which is actually ridiculous when you think about how many games he was available. You heard Lisa just call and say he honored all his contracts. He didn't throw any organizations under the bus or teammates under the bus. He did right by people. And that's what people remember. You doing Mm -hmm. right by them.
3: And, like, honestly, just to emphasize a little bit more, it's like, I get it. I get the other side of Kyrie where he's, like, where he has been charitable and has done, you know, all the donations and whatnot. I get that. And that's very admirable in his sense. But... Like you, like, I think everybody can, um, agree actions speak louder than words, but in this case with Kyrie, I think the, the words, the whole, um, phrase just switches around. Like in this case, words,
0: the, guys, the guy, the guy continuously will take two steps forward and then three steps back.
3: Yeah. Um, I, now I. I know I want to cut this short cuz I know you have probably a lot of other callers but regarding the Yankees yeah oh my goodness like I just I really would like somebody to really check and hold Cashman accountable cuz like it's I know it's easy to just like go off and be like yo Cashman needs to go I mean I I certainly agree However, I got to watch my words now. Um, but I did read an article, which is, like, very factual. And the fact that he, that Cashman thinks that fans are wrong for thinking that the 2022 season was, like, a failure is just mind-blowing for me. Like, how could you not see that the fans speak for themselves, Um
0: the customer he- is always right and they treat us like customers right and you know we saw each other this weekend at, at the Pinstripe Pride event and I said that like that felt like Yankees fan fest The Yankees don't mm-hmm. do a fan fest because they don't treat their fans like family they treat us like clients, patrons exactly. customers Well if we're customers, the customer is always right cash and if we feel like last year was a failure, who are you to go to Chicago and and throw the fan base under the bus and say we're overreacting? You For like real. you I think he's got it backwards. I think he's been doing the job so long that he his his mind is warped as far as like what he's supposed to be doing and trying to deliver here.
3: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Like of course, like he can look at all the statistics and analytics that he wants and stuff, but in the end, the fans are the ones who bring the heat and they fill the seats. And um I just really hope that this time he does right by the team. I mean, God willing. Um, and Anna, Anna,
0: gets- it's on him. He's the general manager of the New York Yankees. They haven't been back to a World Series in 13 years. He's done some good, but he's made a ton of mistakes. People call this radio station every day from the last game where we were swept out of Yankee Stadium by the hated Astros. People have been calling about Aaron Hicks and Josh Donaldson. He brought both of those guys here. And he can't figure out how to get him out of here.
3: <laughs> listen, I just...
0: Um, just and he's the one saying that we're overreacting? We're not overreacting. You've made a lot a of mistakes. That's why this team mistakes. isn't good enough and they've come up short.
3: Yeah, no. I, listen, I know that spring training is coming. I just hope that somebody realizes that Jason Dominguez and Anthony Volpe are meant for the team. Yeah. They need to get them on the field. And that way, I hope that they, um, it proves to Cashman how much the passion and the love for the game will actually go further than any capitalist mindset.
0: Well said. And a great call and great meeting you. Thanks for calling my show.
3: Of course. You got it, Keith. Thank you so much.
0: We got to take a break. Yankees fans, hit me. eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. 6666 It's time for the younger Yankees, these you know young guys that are talked about for the last three years to get a chance to mix in with the veterans, and now the Yankees have a captain and Aaron Judge who does set all the right examples and will lead the way, but it can't be all on him. The Yankees have to get to a point now with Omar Minaya and Brian Sabian in the room with Brian Cashman that they do go off of feel and that they do take chances to make the moves to put the Yankees over the top. And over the top isn't that far. There's one team... In Houston, that's been standing in your way. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right. A couple minutes here before we hit the 1 o'clock hour, my last hour on the fan this early morning, Wednesday, February 8th, after LeBron James, the king, becomes the all-time leading scorer in the NBA. The Lakers lost, but uh, LeBron is basking in all his glory, and that's perfectly fine. The uh, TNT crew is all talking to him, and you've got Candace Parker, you've got uh, Shaquille O'Neal, who just mentioned coming to see LeBron in high school. Uh, J- Jamal Crawford, who said he met LeBron when he was 16, like that's what I'm talking about as far as like LeBron being goaded and being the most decorated and living. Up to and beyond expectations. The whole basketball world saw him coming. The whole basketball world knew he was going to be good. Thought that he would be great. And he has put himself up there as arguably the greatest. And I know there are Jordan fans that like will never come off of that because of what they saw Jordan do. 3 Pete, six rings, dominate the game, always come up close, uh, come, always, always come up clo- clutch, And, uh, you know, it almost felt like it was never even close. Wasn't going to Game 7. He wasn't losing finals. But when you look at LeBron and all that is LeBron in this modern day time, not the 90s, not the late 80s, LeBron is the GOAT, man. He's the king. If you don't want to call him the GOAT, you got to call him the king. And we're all witnesses. We've gotten to watch this guy from the early 2000s to now 2023, and he just said, yeah, I know I could play another couple years. He's planning on it. And you see his son on the floor. His son is a senior in high school. Let's see where Bronny goes to school. Let's see where he goes to college and then where he gets drafted. Like, LeBron is a businessman. He's a, a GM. He's going to engineer something. He is He's just incredible, man. I, I, I love the fact that, like, we're getting to watch the LeBron James movie in real time. It'll uh it'll hit different in like thirty years. Vinny is out in Queens on the fan. You got it, Vinny, go for it.
4: Yeah, hey, listen, I just had a couple of comments. Um, you know, you just said it right. This era that you live in playing basketball, yes, he is the greatest of all time. But this is not the best era of all time in basketball. You know, I'm you never see a Michael Jordan or a Larry Bird or Magic Johnson, or Hakeem Olajuwon, or Isaiah, Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas. Go to another team just to chase a championship. All those teams were organically formed. But you're a superstar. The only one championship I really give him credit for is the one at Cleveland, where he willed his team against the Warriors. But yeah. other than that... The 73-9 and goals- nine
0: Warriors, who people say arguably is the greatest team ever assembled, he beat them. Yeah,
4: that's because... Yeah, they
0: don't play ba- they
4: don't play no defense in, in this era of basketball. And we know, we yeah, know, fine, we know. No, but
0: fine. the thing said, is, I gotta fight against that. Thanks, Vinny. You old heads, I get it. I get it. I, I watched the nineties basketball. I watched all the documentaries of the bad boy pistons. I understand with Larry Bird. But like we're we're gonna give LeBron his flowers tonight. We're not gonna knock the style of play in the NBA as if it wasn't hard for him to do what he just did. We just saw a guy go out there and literally take the record. And the thing is, there are different things in every era that make it difficult, right? LeBron did it under a microscope with people watching his every move. Okay, maybe they weren't allowed to foul him as hard. Maybe they weren't allowed to check him as hard on the floor. But he had to check himself off the floor every night. He had to watch himself. Be on his P's and Q's. Dot his I's and cross his T's. There are cameras on everyone's phone. LeBron had to do so many different things to be this that these other guys didn't have to do. In this era, in this time, LeBron LeBron is is a GOAT, man. We're, We're not about to call up tonight and talk about, well, they don't, the game is, they're chucking up threes now. The game is ruined. The game has evolved. And LeBron evolved his game with it. He's not the same player that he was on the Cavs the first time, on the Heat. He's given us so many moments. There was a decade where he was in the finals every year. It's hard to win all of them. But, like, the same way that they say uh, that era was different, you, you hear the argument people say, yeah, well, Jordan was playing against plumbers. Jordan was playing against guys that wouldn't be on a starting five now. I don't know if I necessarily believe that. I think, you know, talent is talent or whatever. You know, it's the NBA. But there is some truth to that. In this modern day, with the medicine and the recovery and the training and how much these guys put into basketball, it's not like back in the day where these guys could drink beers and, Eat terribly and just show up and drop thirty points. You got to put respect on it. And I understand if it's not your era, but it's still an era of the NBA that LeBron is dominating at thirty-eight years old. He's gonna play till he's over forty. You 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 got to give this guy his his flowers tonight. We're not gonna call up and talk about oh well he couldn't. have. We don't know if he could have done. He, maybe if he was in that era he he could have done it. But he was born when he was born. And at 16, people started tabbing him as the next guy, the next great one. And they put a roof on him. They they put a ceiling there. He shattered that ceiling, and he's still doing it. We're still marveling at what this guy is doing. He's not done. And that's on the floor and off the floor. He's been a model citizen. He's been a great role model, a father, a great basketball player, uh, a great person in his community, every community he's been in, whether it's Akron, Cleveland, Miami, or L.A. And, uh, you know, when we actually look at the most decorated basketball players who have actually done the most in this world, it's LeBron James. It's not Larry Bird or Magic Johnson or or Michael Jordan. It's it's LeBron James. 877-337-6666. Marco's in here. We got a break. We got to hit the update. And then I've got another hour to talk sports with you on the fan. Don't go anywhere. My name's Keith McPherson. I'll be right back.